Hey everybody, welcome back to the award-winning Gone Outdoor Radio here on KWSN, KFGO, or you might be listening to the podcast or live off a mobile device, whichever it is. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we got three segments down, one left to go, Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri. We're going to chat with Dennis Korberg, Minnesota Deer Hunters Association. Last time we chatted uh, with Dennis was right before, right at the start of the uh, firearm season uh, this last fall. And we were just chatting with Dennis off air for a minute, and he started talking and telling us stuff, and we're like, hold on, hold on a minute. This is way too good to uh, to just the three of us hear that. So uh, we figured we'd redo that conversation. Welcome to Gone Outdoors again, Dennis. Well, yes, thank you. Thank you very much for having me because it, uh, it's always great to talk to people. So as the president of the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association, I got to believe that deer hunting is your passion. Absolutely, without a doubt. Uh, without a doubt. I'm, I'm pretty much a single source uh, type of hunter. I, I hunt whitetails. Uh, I hunt with a bow and arrow. I do not use a gun. I haven't used a gun for 30 some years. But m- my season is 12 months long. Yes, the hunting season starts in September, ends in January, but the rest of the year is dedicated to doing stuff for white-tailed deer. So a lot of people think that the hunting season is just that, what the calendar says is their hunting season, but that's not true. I mean, like you said, no. it's it's all year long. You should be doing prep work now. Should have been doing prep work on January 1st. Correct. Yep. And, and like I mentioned earlier, was it, you know, January 1st is, is the end of my season. I reflect on that, but I start looking, I, I do some, some surveys on, on what was left over. Where do I, where am I seeing deer? Where am I seeing, you know, uh, where are they, they wintering? What is out there for them to winter on? Where can we improve that by, by strategically talking to farmers to leave some additional crop in the field, uh, you know, doing some incentives on that, you know, and then as the, the planting goes and, and some of the people that do have land, you start looking at the preparation of what I'm going to do, what am I going to plant, where am I going to plant it, and, and go on that section. So it, it goes on and on and on. You know, I'm so glad that you shared that sentiment, Dennis, because I, I just know there's a lot more of our listeners uh, out there that are like that, that, that are the same way. And, and maybe they do others, other outdoor sports too, but yet deer hunting is with them throughout the calendar year, as, as you just described, uh, not just during that few weeks during the hunting season. And um, that that's just something that I think we can, so many of us can relate to. And I appreciate that very much. Uh, as we look at this time of the year right now, um, you know, reflecting back on, on last season, how was the season in your eyes? How did things turn out? How did the uh, Hides for Habitat program uh, come out as you look back on 2022? The Hides for Habitat program uh, actually fared a little bit better than, than what I thought. Uh, you know, our, our harvest in Minnesota was down. We were uh, we harvested about 170,500 and change, something like that. Uh, we are still... We are still having those hides picked up. Uh, I think we're probably gonna we're gonna be above last year a little bit, which is good. Uh, the hide price is up a little bit, not very much, but uh, you know we're gonna put back in 
we're going to put back in a, a good a good chunk of money back into habitat projects uh, through every chapter that collects hides. Uh, kind of neat the way we do that is that we ask the hunters to donate that hide. We process it and process it. We salt it to cure it, and then we sell it to a fur buyer, and he turns them into to gloves. Uh, we use a North American fly out of uh, Strum, Wisconsin, and he is now processing all of his own hides. So he ships them uh, Cambodia, Vietnam, some of the places, and gets back gloves. But you know those dollars will go back into habitat. That money is strictly prohibited from using on anything but habitat and habitat education. So all that money goes back into the ground, and it all stays in Minnesota. Yeah, so as the name suggests, Minnesota Deer Hunters Association, and you said you got a bunch of chapters. This is yep. all Minnesota-based. So the money comes Correct. from Minnesota, the money goes back into Minnesota, into the habitat, into creating better hunting, better deer for all the hunters in Minnesota and even the non-hunters, you know, for everybody. So, well, that's, that's the thing. That's, that's one thing I'd like to to stress on it. When we do something for deer, it doesn't only benefit deer, it benefits Turkey. It benefits pheasants. Mm -hmm. It benefits the chickadees. It benefits the bluebirds. It benefits the hawks. It benefits the owls. All of wildlife benefits from a healthy habitat. Yeah, habitat is super important, no matter what it is that you're, whatever your prey is, whatever it is you're trying to watch, or whether you're just like watching flocks of turkeys run around, habitat is so important, and a lot of them use very similar habitats, and uh, thank you very much for everything that you guys do. How long has been Minnesota Deer Hunters Association been in existence? Uh, 42 years. Holy cow. That's quite a history. That's quite a history. And let's talk about the chapters a little bit. How many different chapters are there in Minnesota? Uh, I believe that we're, we're just a short 60 right now, 58 or something like that, 58, 59 chapters. And, and we go all the way from uh, the North Red River Basin all the way to Winona on the southeast, uh, all the way from Silver Bay in the northeast Minnesota, all the way down to our, our uh, Des Moines Valley, which is Jackson and uh, Wyndham. So what you're saying is you don't have to go very far to run into a Minnesota Deer Hunters Association chapter. No. Um, if people are interested in finding out more information about where the closest chapter is for them, I'm assuming they can get all that information on the website? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Uh, jump on the website, uh, mndeerhunters.com, and there is a map there, and it uh, has all the chapters. Uh, it's an interactive map. You pop it up, you'll come down, and you'll find a, a little circle. You pop on that, and you'll get information about uh, each one of the chapters. And, you know, we've got areas that we don't have coverage. You know, uh, actually, southwest uh, Minnesota right here, we don't have anything farther west than than Wyndham. So you not look yet. over the Pipestone, not yet. Look over, look at Pipestone area. We don't have anybody in Laverne, you know, uh, Worthington, it's only 30 miles away, but, but we have, uh, I have kind of concentrated on looking at setting up chapters that are relatively small. We don't have to have a 500 member chapter. 500 member chapters are great, but they don't do any more for that habitat. They don't do any more for the local sportsmen to be involved and want to be involved in doing some of that hands-on. 
those small chapters of 50 to 75 are great workers, and that's what it takes. It takes that volunteer person to go out and, and do the research and do the finding and, and talk to somebody how we can leverage those dollars into making big benefits in the habitat. You know, and you, you can become a member. You can go online and, and you can become a member, find a chapter near you and become a member. But also, Correct. even if you're not a member, just by donating your hides every year, you're also helping the Deer Hunters Association and helping everything that you guys do. Um, Dennis, we really appreciate all that you do for all of the Minnesotans. And uh, thank you for coming on Gone Outdoors again. You bet. Thank you very much. And and I, I truly want to support you people and truly support every sportsman in Minnesota because you are the people that make things happen. Your dollars in license fees, your dollars that you put into association, whether it's Minnesota Deer Hunters Association, Pheasants Forever, Ducks Unlimited, National Wild Turkey Federation, all are working for the same goal. Amen, sir. All right, special thanks to our Gone Outdoor Show sponsors, Ray Sport Marine, Adventure RV, Lakeland General Store, Devil's Lake Tourism, Linux of Fargo, and Ion Ice Fishing. And thank you for tuning in to Gone Outdoors. Follow along when you go out into the field, in the woods, or on the ice with Gone Outdoor Podcasts, kfjo.com, kwsn.com, or on Apple Podcasts. And visit us at breweragreoutdoors.com. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And until next week, from Scotty and Kyle, we will be gone outdoors. Yeah.